Well, hello, everyone, and welcome to the Jerry Petito Show on Remember Then Radio. Anyone who knows me knows I'm the author of. I'm not an addict. I'm just an ass. I'd rather be a smartest than a dumbass. Because, guys, 30 years ago, I was a dumbass. But today, I could honestly say I'm now a smartass. You know, um, I want to give a shout-out to my sponsors. I want to give a, a huge shout-out to Angel and Steve, who own Remember Then Radio. Because without them, we wouldn't have this platform keeping this music alive. And without this platform, guys... I would not have my incredible, incredible guests today. I'm going to give you a little taste right now. Here goes. It's Kenny Nance, and you're listening to Remember Then Radio, the greatest radio station in the world. introduce this legend the one and only kenny vance how are you i'm good i'm good how are you i'm on cloud nine okay <laughs> that's good nice to talk to you you too sweetheart first of all i want to thank you for this incredible honor of interviewing you and i want to say hello to everyone in the chat room one time because i will not have time to individually say hello to everyone but it is packed and it's packed for you kenny that's great Good morning, everyone, and thank you for coming. Wow. Um, I have a poem I wrote, and I would love to read it for you, and then we're going to start the interview. Okay. Here we go. My guest today is off the charts. A legendary icon is he. 
I'm incredibly honored on radio that Kenny Vance said yes to me. Most of you will remember Kenny making his way. <clears throat> Jay Black and the Americans from back in the day. 1961 was the year the group was formed, the greatest year for me because that was the year I was born. <laughs> One of my favorite songs, Forever It Will Be, released in 61, She Cried, Grew Up With Me. This magic moment, a song the world has sung, looking for an echo, the best songs it's among. The Beatles' first USA show, 1964, was the year Jay and the Americans opened for all the world to hear. Rolling Stone's first USA show, the same year you opened again, my parents said you rocked it, my parents knew you when. Don K. Reed, who I interviewed, was the very first radio DJ to play Looking for an Echo on his show it debuted that day. Saturday Night Live you performed, the 1970s were hot. Vince 32 was released and the Planetones marked their spot. Singer, songwriter, producer, Kenny Vance has done it all. Meeting so many stars, his name is on that wall. Working with Woody Allen, amongst so many more. Can't imagine the halls you walked. I'm hoping to get a tour. From the 50s until now, the world still knows your name. Your musical hits and concerts have kept you in the game. Vocal Group Hall of Fame 2002 inducted in. Long Island Music Hall of Fame 2007 inducted again. When I interviewed your friend Marty Cooper Smith's The Guy, the info that he shared surely reached the sky. I got to meet you two years ago with a photo we both took. Your concert really rocked me, but the hug was off the hook. I gotta mention the Planetones because they rock the stage. Watching you and Lad together brings tears how you engage. All your fans are screaming for you to give him your hat, not realizing the concept, which means you then step back. When I asked your son Lad, did Dad pass you his hat, his response I'll never forget. What he said made me smile and shed a tear. No, Jerry, because I won't let him yet. The day that hat gets passed, the world will shed a tear. Kenny Vance, my friend, you rock. Interviewing you has made my year. That's for you, Kenny. Wow, that's such a beautiful poem. You're <laughs> you're really gifted. Oh, that's thank you. Wonderful, wonderful. What a wonderful gift. Oh, thank you, thank you. You you included so many things. It brought a tear to my eye. Actually, I couldn't remember. I, oh. you know, when you get older, your your memory fades, and I couldn't remember me doing all of those things. So, thank you very much. Oh, you're welcome. And I'll get the poem to you. And and listen, my memory's fading as well. No worries there. So, you know what I was thinking. Let's let's play a song for everyone, and then we're going to start the interview because everyone in the chat room is dying to hear it. Um, I I was going to play, of course, Looking for an Echo first, but you know what I think? I'm going to play this one instead first, and there's a reason why. So here we go. And when I told
beautiful, one of my favorites. Kenny, tell everyone how you feel about that song. Well, it's such it was it's so great to hear it. And you know what's most uh, striking to me is hearing Jay Trainer, eighteen years old, yeah. and that perform the vocal performance on that song is absolutely incredible. You know, of course, it never would have been a hit if it wasn't for that performance. Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller were the producers, and we were so blessed because we, uh, up until that time, you know, we were all in different groups. And a friend of ours, uh, a guy named Terry Phillips, was working up in Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller's office at the, in the Brill Building, which was a famous building. Elvis Presley had an office there, Elvis oh. Presley, <laughs> Hill and Range Music. And Buddy Holly's publisher was there, uh, um, Pierce Southern, and Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller, and many other other people, Otis Blackwell, who wrote Handyman and Great Balls of Fire and so many other songs, was there as well. And um, we went up there one day, uh, uh, you know, we were kids, 17, 18 years old, and we sang, we had an audition for Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller, and I remember, you know, how nervous we were, because they were the greatest producers of the time. And writers, they wrote Hound Dog, they produced Jailhouse Rock, they wrote Yakety Yak, Charlie Brown, Searchin', Love Potion Number 9, produced The Drifters, There Goes My Baby, and also uh, wrote Ruby Baby and Drip Drop. And so we're, we're up there, and we, we sang a song that we had learned, a song by the Five Keys called Wisdom of a Fool. And we sang it a cappella, and they liked what they heard, and they basically decided to to make a record with us. And the the, the second record that we made uh, was "She Cried," and oh. um, you know, and slowly over the over the course of several months, it became you know a top five record, maybe number one in New York, and uh, that started off our career. And, um, but, but listening to it now, it, it's 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 tremendous. It's just a tremendous record produced by Jerry Lieber and Mike Stoller, and you know, with this incredible performance by Jay Trainer. You know, I have a question. Did you ever meet Elvis? You want to know something? I'll tell you the story. We were, you know, when Jay Jay Black was now in the group, and we were playing in Memphis, and uh, after the show. Just to show you, one, after the show, one of one of Elvis's guys, you know, what would they call, like, not the rat pack. Oh, they were called his body, oh, oh yes, I know, the mafia, something, yeah. Ma- the, yeah. Elvis mafia, yeah. whatever it was, the mafia <laughs> came over to me yes. and, said, and said to me, he says, Elvis wants you to come back to, uh, to Graceland. And I said, oh, I'm tired. And I'm like, <laughs> I, I I swear to God, I went back to the uh, to the Holiday Inn. I remember the Holiday Inn was right on the Mississippi River, and you know, over the years, you know, you realize that you passed up that you know incredible <laughs> opportunity. But that's that's a true story. You know, I can't believe it. Okay, all right, wow. Well, thanks for being honest. I can't believe it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, all right. So, you know what? 
the like I said, the chat room is packed. I can't say hello individually to everybody, but hello everybody. This is so awesome. So let's play looking for an echo. But I have a favor to ask. Before sure. we play it, could you give them a little something something? You mean that like well uh I'll just... Get out. Okay, right here on the Jerry Petito Show. Remember them radio, you heard it. Kenny Vance. Wow. Okay, thank you. Here we go, guys. Looking for an echo, Kenny Vance. And the, well, all right, here we go. We're gonna, I'm not going to mess this up yet. A place to be in home. 
And today when I play my old 45s I remember when we were looking for an echo An answer to our sound A place to be in harmony A place we Everybody would love to hear what you have to say about that song. They're all going crazy in the chat room. Oh, your son, wait, your son lad did remind me that it was from the original because I almost messed that up, but you tell us. Oh, so that, that, when I, when I heard it come on, it was from the Vance 32 album and it was the album version of, of looking of the original version. So, um, I remember going into the studio and I had an acoustic guitar, basically, you could, you know, so I put the guitar down and then I added the instruments to it. And then I sang all the background parts and then I sang the lead and I basically did it as a folk song. And then we made this montage at the end. So you hear the uh, a merry-go-round and then you hear Count Basie say one more time. Mm. And we come in with another version of it, and um, and then at the very end of it, you hear Frankie Lyman say, "That's all, bye bye." <laughs> so it was just sort of like a tribute to, you know, all these wonderful people over the years that that we had loved as kids, and certainly Frankie Lyman was one of them. And the song, you know, was 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 my my tribute to all of the groups that I love, like the Cadillacs and the Flamingos and uh, Earl Lewis and the Channels and The Closer You Are and Frankie and Frankie Lyman and of course Louis Lyman my favorite you know with I'm So Happy and Honey Honey and Your Last Chance and just love Louis Lyman's records and um, you know that was the music I grew up with so you know hearing you talk about it is even more special for me because, you know, I always tell everyone I was born too late, and but I grew up with all this music, and there will never be music like it again. You know, when you think about it, um, you know, who, who were these people? You know, and what, what brought them to this? You know, if you look at the history of, of, of it all, you, go, you have to wind back to the blues, you know, the blues like came out of Mississippi and you know, it made its way up the Mississippi River to St. Louis where Chuck Berry invented a certain style of music and then it got up to Chicago where there were chess records, where there was Bo Diddley and the Moonglows and the Flamingos and over to Detroit and uh, where there was Nolan Strong and the Diablos and it made its way to New York urban urban centers and you had the great um raul cedar from the harp tones you know probably a pioneer in rhythm and blues in the early 50s making those incredible records with willie winfield and the harp tones and you had the cadillacs and you had dubs 
the yes. Dubs, you know, Richard Blandin uh, and Cleveland Still, uh, you know, and these guys, you know, in, in this country, um, jazz gets, you know, gets the nod, gets the most uh, appreciation. And of course, there's nothing to take away from John Coltrane and Miles Davis and Dizzy Gillespie sure. and all of the great players. But this music was it also an offshoot of it. And these guys, Herb Cox and Eugene Pitt and Pookie Hudson and Arlene Smith, these people invented this stuff. They made it up. It didn't exist before they did it. And so there's, there's something, you know, you could be a fan of it, but there's something so much more special to it because uh, they were making something up at it, making something out of nothing that never existed before. So that in itself is just this very, very special moment in time. Wow, beautifully said. Thank you for sharing that. Um, you're making everyone smile in the chat room. You know, I said I wasn't going to do this, but I have to. I'm saying hello to everyone at once, but there are a few people I do want to acknowledge, and there's a reason why. So Ken Brady from the casinos, he's in the chat room. Hello, sweetie. Listen, Al Contreras made it in. Yes. Okay. Al, Al's Al, in. Al's great book. Okay. Vito's Al's in. Great book. Vito made it in. Pam and Steve. Michael Diamore from the Capris. They made it in. But here's someone I really want to say hello to, and it's Frankie Pizarro, and this is why. I want to give him a shout-out because he's a hero. He's the singing fireman, guys, and he was a 9-11 responder. So, Frankie, I love you, man, and thank you for your service. But everyone in the chat room, hello again. This is so cool. All right. So, you know what? I'm going to take advantage of this, and we're going to play some more music. I want to play a song from your new CD, okay? Um for your love do you want to play it first and then talk about it well um uh i remember uh you know wally roca became a very good friend of mine and uh i remember going out to la and um you know spent having lunch with him on hollywood and vine and if you've ever been out there you know that yes. it's, it's kind of reminiscent of of you know, downtown Brooklyn a little bit. There are some big buildings there. And, of course, that's where the the Hollywood Walk of Fame is. And I remember Wally and I, after we ate lunch, we wound up going over and seeing Alan Freed's star on the uh, and standing there and looking at the star on the, on the Hollywood Walk of Fame of Alan Freed. And then he said, oh, you know, a friend of mine has an office over here. And uh, we went up, and it was an elevator, kind of like in the Brill Building. And we went up to uh, Ed Townsend's office, and Ed Townsend was there. And it was really thrilling to meet him. And, of course, you know, I was such a big fan of the song. And then, you know, as, as the years go by, you know, you have songs that you think that one day you would like to record. And... Uh, I, you know, I work with Johnny Gale in a studio and we said, well, how about we do uh, our version, our take on For Your Love? Wow. Here we go, guys, because I cannot wait to play this. For your 
chance made it in the chat room <laughs> hey, Larry. Hey, yes yes um pam and steve say hello richie nicosia says hello they're all entertainers and you've got a, a young incredible up-and-coming superstar in the chat room and you know um it's really amazing how i was saying to you earlier that even the young people love and respect this music Hunter Lott is in the chat room and he is an up and coming superstar with country music and his dad loves you. So I just had to say that. <laughs> okay. Um, so Kenny, I have a couple questions for you and then we'll play another song. Um, okay. Okay. So what I thought was really cool was Don K. Reed was the first DJ to play on radio looking for an echo. Right. So that's correct. That's crazy, right? <laughs> well, well, actually, um, he he heard it. There was an easy listening station at the time. I think the record came out in 1974 or five, and there was an easy listening station in New York that was playing it. And um, he, because he told, because I've done a, done interviews with him, and he told me this, and he said he he was driving home one night and he heard it, and it said Erasmus Hall High School. Well, he went to Erasmus Hall High School, so he he did research and he found out who it was, and then he started playing it on CBS FM on the doo Wop Shop, and when he started playing it on the doo Wop Shop, uh, I actually was at that point I had kind of luckily wound up in the in the movie business and i was working on american hot wax at the time which was the alan freed story and then i basically stayed in the in the um in the uh in the film business maybe for 15 20 years and over that time thanks to don k reed other people picked up on it and and it started to become kind of like a cult uh, anthem for a lot of small radio stations all throughout the country. And then one day I get a call from Richard Nader. Okay. And uh, he's doing a show, you know, for 20, in those days, 20,000 people would show up. And it was at the Nassau Coliseum. And he says, well, hey, how are you doing? You know, he knew me from Jay and the Americans in the old days. And he says, you want to come out and do a song and I go, you know, I didn't even know what he was talking about because I was in another world. So he said, uh, oh, you know, will you come and sing Looking for an Echo? And, you know, <laughs> I didn't even know that anybody knew it. <laughs> and so I went out there and it was incredible because it was, 
it was everybody was still healthy and all of the groups were killer jimmy beaumont and the skyliners the cadillacs you know with the yellow suits uh um who uh, oh bobby freeman was there laverne baker was there Uh. it was just you know like like the tail end of everybody still you know doing their thing it was so exciting and all the groups were you know you know the ones that did the choreography was still doing the choreography it was just so exciting and then um he brings me on i don't know when maybe in the middle of the show and i'm (laughs) sitting on on the stage with an acoustic guitar sitting on a stool and I start singing the song, and you could hear a pin drop. And I thought to myself, I said, what, "What's you know? This is like this is not going well, you know." And uh, but you know, I persevered and I finished the song. And at the end of the song, I used to do the falsetto part, and I started to sing the falsetto part. And that just as I finished it, the whole place stood up and and gave me this tremendous ovation. And I thought well this is unbelievable and it was it was the 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 you know the aha moment of, <laughs> of uh maybe i should you know get the planetones back together again and i basically called joe esposito eddie hokinson and bruce sedano and um with murray weinstock and jerry friedman and we we started in 1992 we started, you know, the first uh, incarnation of the of the Planetones. So amazing! Thank you for sharing that. Um, you know, because when you know, I'm a Don K. Reeve fan, of course. You know, and and I shared with you that I was only really nervous with three interviews, and one was Don K. Reed because of who he is, and I grew up with him, and of course Elvis Presley's Nurse Marion because of Elvis, and now you. But this interview is going so beautifully; you're making me completely at ease. So thank you for that. Sure. My pleasure. Um, So Larry Chance, let's give him a little shout out. And there's a reason why. So Larry Chance's song, Remember Then. So Remember Then Radio actually named this station after that song. Oh, okay. 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 And I'm going to tell you something else really cool pertaining to me with that song. So in 2019, I was enshrined in the Internet International Hall of Fame for radio show host. And once that took place... I was able to hear what some of the, the you know, um, the heads of the, of the countries that were voting, there was one person from each country voting, what they had to say, why they voted for me. And I, I think it was from Germany, if I'm not mistaken. So you want to hear why he said I had to win? He said, if Jerry Petito could get to interview Larry Chance from the Earls on the station that they named it after his song, she has to be in. <laughs> So, so I'm like, Larry, you and Remember the Radio helped me. <laughs> so yes, Larry Chance is in the house. And that was, that was he, he was worried. Well, let me just say something about Larry. Larry yes. is just one of the great, great singers of all time. And Larry is one of the, the unsung heroes, well, unsung heroes of, of rock and roll. He's a tremendous guy and, 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 and if you listen to some of his records that weren't necessarily hits, you hear a great, great singer. Yes. Amazing, amazing. Um, he he is actually friends with my Aunt Nancy from Staten Island. She's hooked me up with a lot of these incredible entertainers. And uh, 
just say thank you to her for that because you're right. Larry Chance is one of the best, one of the greatest of all time. Absolutely. One of the greatest of all time. So, listen, I mean, your name was Rosenberg and it was changed to Vance. And I mean, I get the whole you know, thing about, you know, performing and, ch- and people changing their names and all that. But what was your main reason for it? And why Vance, I guess? Well, you know, you know, the truth of it is, is that, you know, we didn't really think of, of, of it. Our, our ethnicity in New York, you know, nobody, you know, there's, there's nothing, you know, in the air in New York, you know, to make you think that maybe you should change your name. But in 1960, I think five, we started to travel down through the South and we started to go, uh, you know, to Northern Louisiana, to Monroe, to Ruston, to, uh, Nacogdoches and, in, 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 uh, Ruston, Louisiana was the home of the Imperial wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. Oh. And we would travel, you know, through Meridian, Mississippi. This is the dark side of, of what, you know, we endured in those days. And so, you know, we would go down there and people say, Hey, what are you guys? And we knew, you know, what the, the, the incredible, uh, difference of getting in a car in Brooklyn, driving 12 hours, and all of a sudden you're in Valdosta, Georgia. And it was a, just a completely different world. And so we, we got, you know, everybody, I think everybody figured, well, maybe we should just change our names. And then as, as time went by, you know, uh, it, I kind of grew into that name. I love the name. I mean, I just love it. Um, so I'm going to give you a little shout out. Let's give RTR a little shout out from Don K real quick. Hi, this is Don K. Reed. And I just want to remind you that you're listening to Jerry Petito right here on Remember Then Radio. Don't ever forget. So there you go from our buddy. I want to play your song, Love Me. And then, Mm. and do do you want to talk about it first? Yeah, yeah, I do, because okay. I, I, I love the song. Okay. Um, you know, I'm sure everybody, you know, at night or whenever they do, you know, they surf the net, the internet and all kinds of incredible things come up. And one night I was just doing that and I, I hear, heard this record, uh, a song, you know, like a... a do kind of a, uh, you know, the music that we love. It was sort of like flavored that way. And it was by a group called the Royal Jesters. You know, of course, we all know the Jesters and we know the Paragons meet the Jesters and, and all of those incredible records. I could talk for, you know, a long time about sure. how great the dress Jesters were and the Paragons. But the Royal Jesters had this song and I kept listening to it. I said, man, I love this song. And I started to research it and I got a book, I found a book called Chicano Soul. I can't remember the name of the author right now. And I read about the Royal Jesters from San Antonio, Texas. And um, there was a, a soul scene there. I can't remember exactly, but like the North, the North Side scene and the Royal Jesters were basically a soul doo-wop group at, in, the, in the 50s that were emulating songs by the Moonglows that, that they would do in their style. 
and then there was one guy in the group called Dimas Garza who wrote uh, this particular song and uh, I brought it to Johnny when we were when we were doing the CD he loved the song and we just you know we just we just recorded it and and um, you know it came out great and sometimes you you have an idea to record something and it doesn't quite come out the way you want it but this this one really did beautiful here we go guys oh amazing song beautiful thank you for that song beautiful beautiful um i have a couple things i want to say to you um i want to give a shout out to karen mutual friends of ours she's in the chat room um i have a question that your son proposed which i will ask you but before i ask you that question i want to say this to you um kenny kojak he is a fellow fellow dj on remember them radio who i adore who was even just as excited as me for this interview and promoted today's show like crazy for me. So I want to thank him for that. He gave me some information that I didn't know. Um, I'm going to share that. We'll talk about it. But then I want to ask you a question from Lad as well. For 18 years, you closed for Harry G's Rock and Roll Spectacular at Beach Channel High School. 
What's the question? Okay, so you you closed for Harry G's Rock and Roll Spectacular at Beach Channel High School for eighteen years. Was that Eight, eighteen years? Yes. No. No. Okay. So. Okay. No, we did it for like uh, maybe three, four years. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. I don't remember that show running that long. I mean, okay. maybe it did, but I, I, I mean, yeah. Okay, because we weren't sure, because I even looked that up. Okay, but that's pretty cool. And so what have you been doing with your spare time during this pandemic? Well, I've been working on a on a film. And uh, some of the people in the chat room have been, you know, filmed for it. And it's basically a film that is going to speak to the hearts of all of to you and all of the people that are listening because this is about our music it's a it's a, taken me 20 years and like working very hard for the last six years and ver- working really really hard for the last two years and i would say i'm about three months away from what they call a uh, a uh, a certain type of uh a cutout and then from the cutout you do a rough cut which should take another couple of months and i figure maybe within the next eight months i should have it uh completed and um i'll be happy to come back at some point you know and discuss it as it gets you know ready for uh distribution amazing thank you for sharing that everybody is so excited cannot wait cannot wait so i am gonna do something I usually don't do. Um, I'm going to take an extra few minutes. I want to play this magic moment for everyone because why not? Let's do it. And then we'll let you share whatever you'd like to share about what else is happening with you. Here we go, guys. magic moment So different and so new Was like any other Until I kissed you And then it happened It took me by surprise I knew that you felt it too Softer than a summer night Everything I want to have Whenever I hold you tight This magic moment While your lips are close to mine Will last forever Forever till the
softer than a summer night Everything I wanna have Whenever I hold you tight This magic moment While your lips are close to mine Will last forever Time sure does fly. We've only got a few more minutes left. Um, but I would like you to take about five minutes here and tell everyone what that song meant to you and then tell everyone whatever it is you want to let them know about your your album, how to get it, to reach out, your website, whatever you want to say to, well, to all your fans. Well, just, uh, you know, listening to that record, I remember going down to New Orleans with uh, Eddie Hokinson and Joe Esposito, and we we um, we basically the three of us are singing background on that, and it was a session. It was a it was a project. They were doing a tribute album to Doc Palmas, who wrote this magic moment. He wrote Save the Last Dance for Me. He wrote uh, Turn Me Loose, mm. and Dion came to New Orleans, and we backed him up on Turn Me Loose which is on that album. And then uh, we backed up Aaron Neville, who sings, uh, um, he sings Save the Last Dance for Me, and we back him up. And uh, when Aaron Neville <laughs> heard us sing, you know, he realized like, you know, here's some authentic doo-wop singers. And he invited us back to his house that night. And we wound up going back to, uh, uh, to to Aaron's house, and we stayed up all night singing all of the oldies. It was one of you know how like like sometimes people remember shows as a great sh you know that was a great show, but this was a great moment in my life you know to go back there and share that experience with him. He was a true a true doo-wop fan. And uh, it was just a thrilling night. I remember the sun coming up and we looked at each other. It was time to go go back to the hotel. Amazing. And uh, so that was a great night. And, and, and by the way, Aaron Neville has a great album called Orchid in the Storm, where he does a lot of the songs that we all love, For Your Precious Love and uh, Pro Pledging My Love, things like that. Oh, amazing. So, so, uh, so that and... Um, 
you know, it was fun. I mean, it's amazing, you know, when you're having fun and, you know, the, 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 the hour just flew by and yes. it was, it was very nice. I'm glad that everybody tuned in and I, I send everybody my best wishes and hope stay healthy and hopefully this, this stuff will be over soon. So do you want to tell everyone like how to get your music, your website? Do you want to tell them any of that? You know, you, you can always check us out on the website and, you know, if you're interested in any of the CDs, you go on the website and go to the shop page. And okay. They pretty much, you know, that's how to do it. Okay. So what I would like to do, of course, is say thank you to you, Kenny Vance, for this incredible opportunity to interview you today. You made my year. I want to say thank you to your son, Lad, for setting everything up. Um, and of course, again, I want to thank everyone in the chat room. I want to thank, you know, Angel and Steve for our platform. And, you know, um, everyone is, is texting me all these messages for you guys. I can't get to all of them, but I do want to tell you Hong Kong did make it in the chat room. Shirley from Hong Kong. She's in there. Um, everyone is in there saying hello to you. Um, yes. And Carol, we'll see you in October. I had to say that. <laughs> well, well, Jerry, thank you so much, you know, for keeping the music alive. And it's just so uh, gratifying to know that, that, you know, there are people, young people, and, you know, I could hear it in your voice how much you love this music. So oh. God bless and thank you oh, for my keeping goodness. it alive. Listen, I, I'm going to do my best until I take my last breath because... I want to say thank you to you, Kenny, and all the entertainers out there and all the DJs and RTR, because through this past year, everyone needed music and music helped save so many lives. And Absolutely. it's the truth. So, Kenny, I love you and thank you. And listen, again, the door is open. If you ever want to do a Wednesday in the future on <laughs> RTR, man, we'll okay. get two hours, two hours. Okay. Um, okay. Having said that, guys, I want to thank everyone again. Vito from The Elegance, he's in the chat room. Hello to him. Hey, everyone. Vito. Hi. Hey, yep. Vito. Yep. Vito's the best. An, an innovator. An innovator. They're all there. They're all yeah. there. Oh, they're all there for you. So what I would like to do now, guys, is I want to close out the show. Are you ready? We're going to play. Oops. Wait. The... Okay. Hard to say goodbye. I hope this is the right song because that's what it says, but it says something else as well. We're going to close out the show regardless with Kenny Vance's song. <laughs> thank you, Kenny. Okay, thank you.
Yeah. 